Hey, welcome to Life is Short. This is a podcast about trying to bring a short film to life. Hey, how are you doing? I am doing well. So here we are with episode 10 of the Life is Short podcast. And so I'm uh, the last episode, episode nine, it's been a while. It's been about a month actually since we recorded and you were um, off gallivanting in Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> so um, I would did, I did that episode solo. Um, but uh, so maybe we can have it just we can take one minute to sort of get your perspective on what your trip was like. And then um, we're going to be talking about today, the shoot. So we just completed a few days ago, the um, uh, the two day shoot for the short film Forgetting Me. And uh, we will get into those details. So First off, um, how was your trip to LA? What was that like? You were down, you were at a, a trade show, right? Cinegear Expo, I think it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wrote, I drove down the coast, uh, Oregon coast, California, and then ended up in LA and, um, yeah, it's my favorite, uh, gear show. I like it better than NAB because it's on the Paramount back lot and all the gear is there and all the cinematographers are there and, um, yeah, it's just the right vibe, and I got to check out a lot of gear, get some hands-on, and uh, check out what uh, all the manufacturers have just released. So was there anything in particular that um, that you kind of uh, um, fell in love with or anything down oh there? Oh, my God, everything. I mean, there's <laughs> so many things. Um, yeah, I got to check out uh, a brand-new lens for, from Takina, and uh, we ended up using... Uh, that lens on our shoot this last weekend, which yeah. is amazing, um, along with a set of their lenses. So that was just incredible. And um, I I tried the Tilta Gravity Gimbal um, in LA that we ended up using on our shoot this last weekend. Um, so I tried that on there. I tried a, a few gimbals on uh, while mm-hmm. I was there. and um, And yeah, I mean... Yeah, I love it, and I love talking to the manufacturers, and um, yeah, it's yeah, gear is fun. Yeah, gear, <laughs> gear is fun. It. I saw some of your photos on um, Instagram, and it looked like it looked like it was actually a lot of fun, and also just a perfect place to kind of like geek out if you love gear, because just it looks like so many. Um, I know we we talked a bit while you were down in LA because we were sort of in the midst of pre-production just like you know probably two or three weeks away from shooting so even though you were on holidays and sort of doing that kind of stuff we still maintained contact and you're kind of going through that stuff and I know there was um we ended up talking about the gimbal and then I went searching for YouTube videos and stuff and next thing I know I just lost I don't know how much time sort of like marveling at all the incredible footage <laughs> that you can shoot with a gimbal attached to like helicopters and cars and all this stuff. I was like, Oh my goodness. So it was very cool to actually get to use that for some of the scenes in our, in our film that you ended up shooting um, for me. So that was, uh, so it was very cool. So yeah, the, the tech side of that is, um, is fun for anybody who has like an inclination to sort of geek out on that kind of stuff. Um, maybe I, a perfect. Oh yeah. 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 No, say, say what you were going to I was just going to say maybe a perfect segue. Um, Cause you've already touched on it was, uh, the lenses that you because we want to talk in this episode mostly about the shoot because that was you know obviously the a big exciting moment in the in all the creation of this entire um, effort but you mentioned that you ended up connecting with some folks down there from Tequina and the lenses so maybe do you want to like start there as sort of 
as a segue into our into our discussion about the shoot? Well, I guess I would say that uh, gear is really important, and a lot of people focus on gear. And uh, certainly, I do gear reviews, so I focus on gear. But the gear is really about choosing the right tool for the job. And um, with this film, you know, um, we did a lot of pre-production and we did a lot of testing on how we were going to shoot it. And I come from the philosophy that I don't like, I don't like just shooting with a wide lens and shooting a whole short film with it and, you know, picking up a tripod or picking up a gimbal or picking up whatever. And someone says, why are you shooting with it? And I go, I don't know. It's cool. It's fun. It's neat. It's whatever. (laughs) Like I'm very very specific it has to be intentional everything has to be intentional and i think you saw that with my choices even oh yeah Yeah. you know that let's try this and why would we do this and and you know what i'll say about that is i think that's where i feel i mean hopefully you agree but because we we haven't neither of us have like fired the other person yet after all these years but um i think one of the one of the ways that we um, either complement each other or at least that I appreciate that I think you bring to the to the sort of the experience of like doing a project like this in filmmaking is that I in some ways we are very very similar in the um, I think we had we talked in some of our pre-production when we were doing tests um, at our location and doing you know because we did like hours and hours as you know of tests and trying to just prep and getting the shots and so just and part of that for me was really about um, uh, not just kind of being aware of what we we're going to shoot but also just wanting to be prepared because that, a big pet peeve of mine in other productions that I've worked on in the past and also just in general in my work life and creative life is I hate wasting time like I have this very sort of um, I'm impatient and I get frustrated with sort of um, you know just that whole idea of like okay well you know I guess there's there's sort of a, a sort of a stereotype I guess around um, film sets around up and wait kind of thing and there's all this work and there is a lot of stuff which you know we did experience a bit of it but I think for the most part it flowed really quickly and so much of our prep to me not only did it allow us to make uh you know beforehand creative decisions and pre-visualize what we were going to do and allow you to think about like yeah this is the kind of lens we want to use here maybe we should do this here this is the lighting we need which is all great to already have planned out because then it feeds into sort of the side that I really also in terms of like just keeping the production moving of like, I don't want to be sitting there making those choices, which, you know, we still, we improvised a bit here and there, but I felt like we had a really good foundation going into the two days of shooting of like, we fundamentally know what we need to get. You did a really detailed shot list. We kind of knew that what was necessary. And then in the moment, we made adjustments based on suggestions from the actors or the crew or just ourselves in the moment. But I think that's one of the things that I really appreciate because it, it, I think there's a real good um, complement between the two of us in that sense, in terms of like we have, I guess we share sort of a, a creative vision, but then there's also that, I don't even know what you would call it, just the uh, the logistical side of kind of wanting to to be prepared and what that means when you get to, you know, when you get a crew and actors together and, you know, they're sort of the pressure's on. Yeah, I mean, I think that the pre-production was key for how well the shoot went. The shoot went amazingly, amazingly. Like there wasn't, I've never been on a smoother shoot ever, ever. Yeah. Um, And part of that was at no point did we go, okay, what are we going to do here? Ever. 
we knew exactly, I knew exactly what gear we were using for which scene we did improvise and say, okay, well that looked really good. So let's continue this scene doing that same kind of thing. We did, we did kind of do that. Uh, but we knew Len, we knew uh, focal lengths. We knew um, exactly what gear. And like I said, and I don't want to give too much away because I don't like, you know, I, I honestly, I just want people as it is with some BTS, you know, I, I want people to experience the film and then we can show them after, you know, some BTS and some other stuff so that they can see how we did it. But I don't want to have people watching for that when they're watching the film. I want them to just take take in the performance and the atmosphere and everything else. But um, nothing about this film was accidental on any of our parts um, and uh, I think it's a very great example of being precise, you know, being precise. And, sh- and I can't wait to kind of share with people the pre-production that we went into after it comes out to kind of show people like this is everything that we put into this as far as as far as like exactly why we chose certain pieces of gear to shoot certain things. And so getting back to the lenses, mm-hmm. um like I said before, I'm not the kind of person that's like, let's just throw a whatever, a 35 millimeter lens on there and throw it on the camera on a gimbal and let's shoot this thing. It's going to be fun. It's going to be neat. You know, I'm, I'm, I, um, I, I knew uh, one of the things you and I had talked about what we talked about kind of like our inspiration and kind of the look of the film. Mm-hmm. And then just before we shot, you know, you said to me, did you check out the stills I grabbed from other films? You know, it's a lookbook, what people call yeah. it a lookbook, yeah. uh, some inspirational stills from other films, um, which is a very important thing to do with the cinematographer, the director, so that you're both on the same page as far as the look. Yeah. And one of the things you said to me, and um, it's, ba- it's ballsy, you said to me, I, I, you know, you're showing me all these stills. A lot of them were shot on the red camera that, as well that we, we ended up shooting on. And uh, you said, you know, I want it to be really dark. And when we did the tests, I was like, okay, this is going to be really dark. Are you, are you okay with that? Like, are you okay not seeing their facial expressions? Are you okay in certain moments not seeing this? Because once you shoot there that way, you can't go back. You can't go back and pull up the shadows and find an expression on someone's face. So it is a very risky thing to shoot dark. And as soon as you were like, here, check out these stills. And I saw what you were talking about, which are very dark films. That just gave me the creative agency to go, okay, I'm going there. Yeah. I'm not going to shoot. And, and still, I have to be careful with the red camera and make sure I do feed it that light so that I was checking the grain meter the entire time. I don't want a big grainy film or anything like that. So we did. I still got what I needed from the image. But it's very ballsy, and I hope that – I know that when people watch it, they're going to be like, holy crap, there is some serious drama and atmosphere. So really, really – and again, it wasn't just because you like dark movies. No. It's because it works with the – the well, everything about exactly. the film. Exactly, and on that note, and I know um, – you know, something we can talk about further down the road, like you said about, you know, kind of delving into more of the pre-production once the film's out. But one of the things that, you know, the film is, takes place essentially in the middle of the night. Um, uh, like, you know, I think between two and four o'clock in the morning type of thing. So it's basically dark, you know, it's even in the summertime, it's pretty dark at that time of night or morning. And one of our challenges was um, making sure our location was dark enough that we could actually shoot. So that was a lot of our pre-production. But the thing is, I, you might remember, we had a couple of conversations where we were like probably a couple of weeks out um, 
and trying to darken the windows and trying to think, okay, you know, are we going to be able to do this? And I remember we, we briefly talked about a bit of a backup plan. We're like, okay, well, you know what, maybe we could just adjust the script and this happens at like seven 30 in the morning instead of, you know, two or three or four in the morning. And it was a possibility if worse came to worse, we could have made that adaptation so that we could shoot with maybe more light and maybe even sort of full daylight coming through the windows. And it still would have made sense. But your point is correct is that it wasn't, it was never my intention with the script and the story in the first place, because um, I'm sure we would have done an admirable job and it would have looked great and all the rest of it. But we both kind of like talked about it and then we're like, nah, we've got to make this work because it has to be dark. And so not only does it, is it creatively part of supporting the actual story and the mood and what is actually happening in the story. But then, like you said, like it also, um, in terms of the ultimate look and the, the compliment to the story, it meant you had to make, um, you know, the choices around, okay, we're going to shoot, it's going to be dark. So we have to be careful with, with, like you said, grain. And then also, you know, the, the, the gutsy sort of uh, decision around whether or not, you know, this is, we might be limited with what we get. And then, like you know we can't go back so I think it worked out really well like I I know I've seen a little bit of the footage on one of the backups on my on my equipment here and uh, what you're looking at the footage I'm just I kidding <laughs> I know I know you're in the middle of editing we'll talk about that another time but uh so I know we keep we keep going to the lenses and then bouncing okay off. no I'll, so, so I'll get no I want to circle back to them yeah, so the premise no of me saying all this is yeah when you're shooting dark you need to have lenses that are good in low light yeah. And they can't just be lenses that can shoot in low light because there's that's the first part. So you have to have like lenses that are a T stop or an F stop that 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 are good in low light. So um, the lenses we ended up with, very very extremely fortunate to shoot with, are the Dakina Vista Primes, and uh, these are cinema lenses with a T stop of one point five. Mm -hmm. And there are other lenses on the market that are also. That good and low light, T1.5 or T2 or T2.8, um, but they're not necessarily sharp at T1.5. And that is also a pet peeve of mine. It has to be sharp enough. It doesn't have to be, you know, super duper sharp, like overly the, over the top. It has to have character, but it has to be good and low light. So. Yeah. Uh, I did put a lot of thought in like, what are we going to shoot? What lenses are we going to use? I really wanted it to be cinema lenses um, so that when we're pulling focus, um, the, the lens isn't breathing and it's not when you're using photo lenses, it breathes and you actually see kind of when you're focusing the background or the foreground zooms mm -hmm. as you're focusing. So like the object gets bigger or smaller as you're focusing in and out um, these lenses are cinema lenses, purpose built for cinema, so they don't do that. And we do do a lot of focus pulls in the film. The other thing that we do is we shot the majority of the film between 1.5 and T2.8, mm -hmm. which is extremely ballsy because it means you have to be right on point with focus. And then when people see how we shot the film, there's definitely some skill involved to shooting it and focusing it in that range, you know, and, and, and as well as capturing the performance and everything else. So, so none of this, uh, just to get back to it is accidental, you know, and 
when you know the director says hey let's shoot it dark and you give you gave me that creativity to do that i knew in order to achieve that in order to uh, feed the camera enough light in order for us to not overly light the scene and then have to bring it down in post in order to do whatever we need good lenses and we're, i'm just, i was just over the moon about not only like the fact that we got we got to use those lenses but the the character they brought to the film i think everyone is is going to i think i mean i don't know i'm biased <laughs> but like i looked at the footage when i got i got home and i've been editing i'm like wow like there's very little for me to do here as far as color correction and everything else in post it just looks fantastic right away so uh yeah anyway that's that that's that but there's so much we could talk about with regard to this shoot and i and i do um think that um we'll get into also crew and who we had on and all that uh, maybe i guess in another episode yeah. i just want to yeah. kind of circle back on that but but so far so good with everything and um yeah i don't know where you more you want to take it from there yeah i guess the only other thing maybe in because there is a lot we could potentially talk about and so um it might be worth sort of uh, revisiting in another episode around just like maybe a part two of the actual shoot but sure. maybe for um the rest of this particular episode um is it maybe just a question from your perspective like anything that you found uh particularly surprising or like i know we already talked about the fact that um it went really really smoothly so from that point of view i don't know if there's anything surprising because i know from my perspective there wasn't really anything surprising in that sense because i like i said before i appreciated the fact that we had a detailed um, shot list and a schedule, which you did. And the schedule, by the way, was like pretty much almost like to the minute. It was insanely accurate. So even after the end of the first day, it was like, oh, you could have almost like literally set our watches to our schedule. And it was just like, oh, wow, that was exactly right. So that was a great uh, sort of compliment to you in terms of planning out the shoots and stuff. But um, anything that stood out for you maybe as like maybe either surprising or just something that went particularly well or something that... I, I guess two things. The first thing was I knew that, uh, I mean, when I was talking to crew and picking out crew and everything, I like as the producer, putting on my producer hat and doing that. I don't want everyone to be like, what is she doing? She's doing all these roles as the producer, as I was like talking to crew and picking crew, you know, I, I explained to them, you know, the vibe of the set and what we wanted, I guess um, my, in my delight, exactly what I wanted happened. So that was, I guess, a surprise and a delight and also exactly what I asked for, you know, that we had this great crew that were very supportive and just the vibe was perfect so that the actors had an opportunity to, to act. And then the other thing was, you know, I mean, there's always when you're using new gear or gear you haven't used before, um, there's always kind of a little bit of a learning curve thing with that. And I never suggest taking a new piece of gear to a set. You should always practice lots, but I didn't have a lot of time with the Tilta gravity gimbal prior to, and some of the setup with, uh, focus pulling with it. And also, um, you know, the arms, I, maybe they could have been a bit tighter. So there was a bit more tension. They were quite loose and that's how the person who uses them had them set up purposely because he likes them really loose. Um, I noticed that on the second day, I kind of tightened them up a bit, but there were some things where, you know, you, you don't necessarily want to learn about them on the set where I, yeah. you know, you're, you're watching your footage after and going, okay, well, you know, whatever. Um, I, I, so I guess 
I was, and again, I wasn't surprised by that. I knew that with uh, adding a piece of gear, I hadn't that particular piece of that gimbal. I've used other gimbals, that particular gimbal that I would, you know, there would be a little bit of a learning curve there with it. Um, so I wasn't surprised by that, but that's about it. I mean, it, it couldn't have been a more precise, um, more almost like, it's all about pre-production. That's that's yeah. my takeaway. Yeah. The shot list, the schedule I developed, um, it was a completely precise. Like everyone yeah. even said, like I've never been on any film set that started on time, ended on time, and we were on time. I think we ran 10 minutes long at the start of the day, and then we, <laughs> and that caught up, and we broke for yeah. lunch at the right time, and it was over at 5, like I wrote on the schedule, and the next day it was over the time that we would – but we continued yeah. to play around just for extra stuff that we needed because we knew we had some time with the actors and yeah. they weren't going to run out of the run out of the building. But um, yeah, I'm just so thrilled that it went well. You know, I'm just trying to really honor this project this whole time that uh, you and I have been working on this forever, three years. Yeah. Um, I've been just I, you know, even in this edit, I'm just trying to honor the project, bring what I can to it, which I think I bring, you know, quite a bit of stuff to creative mm-hmm. stuff, a lens mm-hmm. and, and skill to these things. But yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, just honor the project and make sure it went well. And I think it did that, you know, um, I think, I think if anything, you walked in on, or you were there actually on Saturday morning. And I think you, I think I saw you surprised by how well everything was going. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I don't think I was surprised. I just was, I think, you know, it's, it's honestly just the, um, it, it was probably a bit of, if anything on my face, it was probably just anxiety to kind of like get things underway just because, you know, I knew we had um, two days of shooting ahead of us. And there's, it just, there's always that unpredictability that kind of goes along with something like this. Like you said, there's like, you know, gear and, you know, we, we hadn't seen the performances. I had had a rehearsal about two days before with the actors and spent two hours with them. So that was great. Cause that gave me comfort. And it just, it all comes back to, um, I think how we sort of started this episode for me, a big part is just being prepared. And it's just, it's maybe just part of my nature is just where my comfort is. And and I think the, the countless hours of pre-production that, that you and I put in, um, in the weeks leading up to this, not, never mind, you know, there, the hours of conversation that we had, um, you know, beforehand in various forms or over the script or just brainstorming or whatever. I think it all kind of came together on that day on, or on those two days. And that, that I think, like you said, for me personally was like one of the biggest things that I was, um, I was really happy about Um, just that I didn't, I didn't have the added anxiety of things going sideways or of massive delays or of having to deal with like, you know, keeping people long because we didn't get the shots we needed or just any of that. Like, you know, the, the actors came together and delivered like pretty outstanding performances. The crew were great. We had a really small crew um, and they were just, you know, even, even that I would say like for one of the things that I was, I was, um, I guess, uh, surprised by, I suppose um, in a positive way was the suggestions that came from some of the crew, um, like creative suggestions in the um, throughout the days, um, you know, even just little small tweaks of like, oh, maybe what if we somebody sat down here, or what if we did that? And the impact I think it has ultimately on the on the what we see on screen. So that I think was just it was just a testament to the, I think the group and the vibe and the people that you pulled together. So 
I think that was a really positive aspect. Yeah. And I think filmmaking is, is a group effort. Like, I mean, it, yeah. it is, it really is like, and and, you know, it's tempting to just do it all kind of yourself, especially like me, I shoot, I edit and I can do mm-hmm. lots of stuff. But like when we work together, it, it turns out to be something better. I mean, it can't not. And so having that little input and being willing to hear the input, that's the other thing. Yeah. There's a lot of people yeah. that would just be like, well, F off, you're not the blank or the whatever, but you know, having, um, having that little input it it can always build especially if it makes sense it can always yeah, build the project yeah. up it takes it up a, a notch and and well, and that's why you know you rely on people that have skill you, that's why you get good people and yeah, people that have yeah. skills in areas that you don't as much excel in you know so yeah. that they can be the good sound person and you don't have to be and they can be the good camera person that you don't have to be and you know and then we're we're people you know do you know what i mean like you don't have oh, to be the exactly. actor and ever, yeah. all these roles. You can you can rely on people to bring their skill, and then then you're starting to make a really great piece. And this is definitely a testament to so much pre-production, and yeah. then yeah. execution. And the execution yeah. was yeah. skilled. Yeah, for, on everyone's part, everyone's part. Yeah. And, and we'll definitely um, on our social in the next coming weeks. I, I'm definitely going to be doing a little, um, a little profile on each of the people that were involved with the film. That's one of the things nice. I wanted to do, um, and and talk about them from the actors to the crew, so people can watch out for that. Cool. So um, I think we'll wrap up at this point. So maybe we will. Um, I think it might be worth doing sort of maybe a part two. So we'll have to, you and I will chat about that, but for now we'll, um, we'll end this episode. So thanks for listening. Um, we will be uh, uh, another future episode that we've got planned is um, I will be talking to a composer that we've been working with, or I've been working with um, on this film. She's creating an original composition of music, basically the theme for the film. So I'm super excited about that process. I've alluded to that in the previous episode, but um She's uh, she's um, happy to to you know get on the podcast and and kind of share the process and talk about that. So that's going to be an exciting thing to look forward to. And um, in the meantime, though, definitely check out our website forgettingmovie.com. We, as Kelly mentioned, we've got uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, um, both of our personal accounts as well as the the film account. But you go to forgettingmovie.com, you can find links. As well, uh, there's an email list you can subscribe to from the website. And, of course, subscribe to the podcast. Um, we're now on 10 different services. So um, as over the time since we started, now we're up to episode 10 here. We've It's managed to grow and expand into a variety of services. So we're on the new Google Podcasts app, which just launched a couple weeks ago. We're on Apple, uh, Stitcher, and a whole bunch of others. So pretty much everywhere you could possibly listen to us, we're now there. So please go and listen, subscribe. And uh, if you have any messages for us, you can always get in touch with us through the Anchor app, which is the app that we use to record this. So um, if you just install that app on your iPhone or your Android phone, you can send us uh, essentially a voicemail and we may, um, we can possibly use it on a future episode. So if you have something to share or a question or anything, I'm happy to hear from anybody who's listening. So anyways, until next time, thanks for listening and we will talk to you soon. Thank you.